What's new and what's happening in the fast-paced world of everyday professional life? We keep you up to speed on the daily hustle and grind of today's industry pros and what they may be up to after hours. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of KMC's Hustle and Grind podcast. My name is Alexa, and today's episode is titled Leading a Remote Team and Return to the Office Strategy. In this episode, we'd know more about PB Tech Solutions, one of KMC's most valued clients housed in one of our sites, Cyber Sigma, and their success in enabling their team to work effectively and efficiently, even scaling up during the pandemic, and how the team was able to stay agile and adapt with the current situation to effectively return to work and go back to the office. So joining me today is Brykan Dayao, their Senior Operations Manager leading this drive and success with their team in the Philippines. Outside of work, he has his own podcast titled The Young Leader and got nominated and just won, may I add, last night, the awards 2020 Podcast of the Year, Vidcast of the Year, and the Male Podcaster of the Year. So he definitely bagged them all. So, Brian, good afternoon and welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Yeah, Alexa. <laughs> of course, we're so thrilled to have you here, especially after all those awards have been awarded to you that yeah. last night. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I wasn't really expecting that. Yeah. Even I was wishing, even just for one, I wasn't yeah. really expecting that, to get all threes. It's a really big deal and it's such a pressure for me for next yeah. season. No. Yeah, that tells a lot, and we we can all say that we're more than happy to have you here since you have bagged all those experiences <laughs> and those titles. So this will definitely up the quality <laughs> and and reach of the podcast. So before we start, can you tell us more about yourself, uh, your role in PB Tech, and how situation is with the team at the moment? Um, I am the senior manager of PB Tech. When we started PB Tech, we were only five. Um, in a span of like less than two years, now we're around 130. Yeah. So the growth is really fast. Uh, when it comes to the um, situation that we have in PB Tech, everyone or maybe 90% are all back in the office. 10% are still working from home. These are the people that are not staying anymore in Manila. Mm-hmm. So we have to compromise. Uh, and yeah, more about me. Um, I'm just a simple guy <laughs> sitting next to a pretty girl. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I would have to say that PB Tech is lucky to have you as their operations manager because I mean th- these stats are like so embedded with your heart and mind that you're able to yeah. like ad- advise us of like the team status and how things are going and the, how the situation is for the whole team. So as a leader, how have you overcome your personal struggles uh, during the market shift brought about by the pandemic while still being able to support the said team? Uh, it was really hard. It was mm-hmm. challenging for everyone because n- no one is ready for it, yeah, right? No one is exactly. ready for it. And before, we do have playbooks to follow uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to leading the team, managing your team. But COVID happened, there's no playbook. Like even the big companies are being challenged. Um, Even the known companies are struggling. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of companies laid off as well. So the the, the companies that we think that they're really established and they're really, you know, big when it comes to returns and everything, ROI and everything every year, Mm -hmm. they're just there with us. Like doesn't know what to do. uh, Like the first month, the second month. Um, My strategy as a leader was more of like focus on the people and then as long as I focus on the people, whatever it takes along the lines, even if we get dismissed at some point here in the Philippines, I know that I I did my job. 
if that happens. I think the my focus is not really um, during that time. What my focus is not really the the numbers of the company, but the welfare of my people. Because I always believe that the people makes the company. And in the past, the people are there for us to make the numbers, to reach the numbers, to reach the goals and everything. And it was the perfect time and a test of leadership to you know to prove that wait now the people needs the company mm-hmm. so where are we at right so i focused on that idea for the first month and then after that it was just trial and error it was trial and error i don't even follow what's in the news i don't even follow what's the advice of other people because in reality no one is no one knows what they're doing in, in this time of covid yeah yeah I like that you mentioned how there's really no playbook with what happened. And I guess that's where your agility and flexibility as a manager came in. And yeah, we're really happy that KMC was able to contribute to that with the different flexible solutions that you were able to play with to make sure that the team is still as effective as if they were in the office during pre-pandemic period. So um, during this time then, like what workforce distribution strategies do you employ to allow your operations to accommodate like the increasing demand for that? The challenge for BPO is, especially if you're maximizing the budget here in the Philippines, mm-hmm. the challenge for that is um, in a setup for 24-7 operations, everything is shared, mm-hmm. right? And then when COVID happened, you have to send the the units um, in in you know in, in your agents home or employees home, but you can't really cater everyone. So what happened there was more of like distribution um, of the of the computers, of the laptops, and everything of the units to the people that we know that can do like maybe three people's job or, or task, something like that. So we focused on the tenured agents, while the new guys or the non-tenured, um, we focus on keeping them uh, mentally uh, aware with what's happening and mentally healthy as well. Because again, you know, the challenge there is a lot of people, especially my the, the, the workforce in our company or the employees in, in our company are millennials. And, mm-hmm. you know, we are emotional. We are emotional. <laughs> and mental health matters to us it's not just the number and the most important thing for us is the sense of belongingness right Mm -hmm. so the challenge that i had was to balance that okay to be productive while taking care of my people as well so the setup is more of like um only like 50 percent of our company is being functional at that time Mm -hmm. and then uh to cover the the rest we're we're offering double shift and everything with the people who are willing but you know they realize because of the culture that we have that okay the company needs us now as well so i'm at home i'm i have everything in 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 my place i can you know i i can go out so why not just be productive so i we we you know we formed that mindset to our tenure to our supervisors to our leaders and there you have it after after two months or three months of adjustment every adjustments everyone is just used to and you know it's like a normal thing for them until we transition back to the office okay something along those lines all right well based on your experience like with all these new strategies being laid out to the team like how how did the team respond to it i mean you mentioned that they were adapting right but yep. um were there um i don't know were there cases wherein people were expressing challenges from it or were they actually like being very agile with the new distribution strategies you were implementing yeah, uh, you know, I'll go back to the first that I that I mentioned a while ago. That I I I I, th- I thought of my people first. Yeah. You know, um, they they are my priority, uh, and 
before they feel something, I've already thought about that in, in, in my planning and, and whatever. I think that's like a good um, trait of a leader or yeah. any manager to be paranoid. I like agree. you know, you have to have like not just plan A or plan B, but all the all the things you need to cover, especially with with the welfare of your people. Um, so were there challenges? Um, the secret sauce in our team is I know this is so cliche, but it's communication. Mm-hmm. One of our values is actually openness. So when you say openness, it's not really something that there's like a hierarchy. Okay, I need to report to my supervisor first or talk to my supervisor first before I, you know, I I, I can inform them with whatever's happening with me. But it's more of like if an, an employee, uh, an entry-level employee wants to talk to the most senior manager, then go ahead. Yeah. Okay, just, 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 just have that. So with the openness, it's not really one-sided from agent to managers or the management, but it's more of like the management as well to their employees. Mm-hmm. So first... Uh, call of business uh, first day of the work from home at that time I had a meeting with I had a town hall with everyone and I was honest I was honest with them I told them because no one really knows what will happen in the next few months Mm -hmm. and then everyone is just freaking out Mm -hmm. Um, not just us here in the Philippines but all over the world even our counterparts in the US in in Australia they're freaking out and um, they don't know what will happen in the next few months. So they're mm-hmm. for, furloughed as well, a lot, of, a lot of employees. And I don't like that. And I don't want that to happen in the Philippines. Yeah. So um, I, I, I had a town hall and I just needed to be honest with them. I told them the best or the worst thing that can happen is we can sustain your salary until September. Mm-hmm. And that's the most that I can do, combining all the leaves that we have, contributing, uh, dividing or whatever. And then that was, this was like in around May. Yeah. And then I already promised them, whatever happens, you guys have your, your you know, salary and budget until September. It's not full, but at least we can compensate for the food and the basic necessities. Mm-hmm. And everyone understood. Everyone was, you know, everyone was on board because I was really honest. I, I told them that I can't really do this on my own. Because it's my first time as well with the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I needed their help. Yeah. And they were, they were really thankful about it. Because, yeah. you know, it's really rare for a company to be honest with all of their employees. Especially telling their employees that, okay, I'm, I'm weak at this point as well. Yeah. 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 yeah so, <laughs> that's it for me when it comes to the distribution of pork. That's the... That's a question, right? Distribution yeah. of work. Oh, no, that's I good. I kept on yapping about <laughs> things. No, no it, it's amazing how you, yourself, and the company mm-hmm. actually stays true to the principle that you mentioned earlier about openness and communications. And I think that really plays a big part with your team's success in terms of rolling out those new strategies and your team members actually adapting well to it. So you did mention earlier that your uh, team also started going back to the office already. So um, how do you ensure a safe working environment for employees returning to the workplace now? Um, yeah, so in May, like the last week of May, along, along those time, uh, I got, a, I got a, um, a memo from the CEO that I need to do something. Mm-hmm. There, we're, ex- we're being expected to be productive as much as we can because the U.S. are not pr- productive, the, the Australia are not productive, and we are like the central hub for both. Mm-hmm. So I need to do something about it. So for I can just ask everyone, hey, you know, it's MECQ or it's ECQ, I think, at that time. 
I don't even know what are the differences already because there's like a lot. A lot. But of <laughs> QCQ. Things. Yeah, I have like I don't know even I don't even know, but I know that it it was ECQ at that time, and then again the priority is the safety of everyone. So I needed to think. Okay, how's how is it going to be a win-win situation for the employees and for the management as well? So how can I win the trust of the family of the employees as well? Yeah. For them to you know. Um, let them go to work because mm-hmm. I'm not just considering my employees here I'm considering their families as well exactly. so what I did or what we did was you know ha- look for a lot of sh- um, the first part was look for uh, a swab testing uh, I don't partner, know a, a yeah. partner and everything because they were really expensive at, at that time yeah during and the beginning huh yeah because you, you don't even know where to get right yeah. and it was June I think it, w- it settled during August or along those months but you know, we, we we look for a partner for the swab testing, and then we we look for a partner for shuttle services, and then you know, we made sure that the pickup point and drop up points were more of like house to house as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, distributed all the things that we're seeing now in every company, like the jackets, the the mask, the face shield, and everything. We provided every even vitamin C. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um. Because again, yeah. I don't want someone to actually tell us to go uh, get, get back to us like you know we don't have this and then you know it's risking our health or something no yeah. i need to cover everything mm-hmm. for that's like the the selling part and for them to buy in mm-hmm. and then uh the we prioritize the ones who are near sigma in in tagig like makati mandaluyong uh tagig and passing mm-hmm. so those within the visit vicinity mm-hmm. And then we started from there, and little by little, by June, July, August, we're already full, you know, full house. So wow, yeah, that was like the transition that we needed to have. So yeah, and how uh, again, like how were the employees reacting to it? Given that ooh, the the operation started going back to normal, and then um, you see them going back to the offices. Like, do you feel like you have also gained the trust, of course, as the leader of the team, um, who's been showing all these strategies and opportunities for them to go back to the office with yep. all the solutions that you've provided uh, again um, like this is a cliche this is a leadership cliche that I don't oh, we, want we love cliches no <laughs> <laughs> depends on the cliche that, that I don't really want to use but because I know that this is like the hardest thing uh, like this is the hardest cliche that it's easy to say but we, we always hear this but no one is really doing it like it's not really common because it's hard lead by example mm-hmm. you know uh, it's easy to say we always see that in like boards in the walls on the walls or whatever but it's really hard so for me to get the buy-in of everyone is I need to be the first person to be in the office mm-hmm. and I need to make you know I, I, I took a video okay here's what are we going to do when we enter the office blah 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 so I'm gonna stay here for like a, a week and then maybe in the next two weeks you, you're gonna start coming in the office so I needed to do it on my own first because Again, not everyone were confident. Um, a lot of them had issues, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I told my leadership team, even if, if even they were not really confident and they were like, can I work from home? Like, I know yeah. that, you know, but I, dude, you have a car. So, you know, just come by in the office and show, show, it to, show, show to everyone that, you know, we, we can. Like, everything is safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, to be fair with KMC, Every every room and everything is just you know um, sanitized, so that's a plus for everyone. Yeah. So, yeah, I needed to do it on my own first. Even I was afraid as well at that time because 
who, who wants COVID, <laughs> right? And then you see on TV that a lot of people are dying because of it. Like, there's like this media thing. Uh, so, yeah. It was me, the first one, yeah. the first guinea pig. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's good to hear that, like marketing's, um, what they call this, efforts in terms of also putting up all those signs and yeah. all those, um, well, not only marketing, like people in culture, like everyone in the, the KMZ team were, were also putting so much effort to make sure that the sites would be super safe uh, by the time that, that um, our clients and uh, internal or external like staff members would actually feel safe when, yep. when they go into the office. So it's great to hear that this actually helped you. I mean, I, I can only imagine you trying to film yourself <laughs> going yeah. back to the office and seeing that the layouts True. have been changed. There are stickers everywhere. So uh, it's great to know that this actually helped yeah. that as well. And I appreciate KMC giving out those health kits like to everyone yeah. who will be back in the office at that yeah. time. Uh, I miss those health kits as well. <laughs> Do you have more? Shout out marketing. <laughs> marketing. <laughs> okay. Well, now that you have um, actually been exposed to different kind of working solutions, like it's from home, maybe like having people try different sites that would be closer to them or actually going back to the office. Like in your perspective, what do you think will be the trend for the workforce next year? Uh... Wow, that's a tough one. The trend, uh, it's divided now. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people shifted already uh, in a full-time work from home because they know that they yeah. can, right? Yeah. <laughs> Some of the companies as well shifted in that perspective as well because they know that it's, it's, uh, it's cheaper, mm-hmm. like the reality of the budget thing. But the disadvantage of working from home every time is the soci- socialization, is the communication of your people, and then the face-to-face um, and relationship building because it's really hard to just be on Zoom every time, mm-hmm. and then when you're when you, when you're trying to you know connect with someone or communicate with someone, there's intermittent connection knowing the internet in the Philippines. So it's there for the meantime, but for me, I'll I'll still choose to go back in the office mm-hmm. and build those relationship in person mm-hmm. versus. Working from working from home is not is not really bad. It's it's yeah. beneficial for your mental health as well. Yeah. So maybe it's a flexible thing. That yeah. that I can agree. That yeah. maybe next year it's like a compromise. Okay, five days of work. Maybe one one day out of five is gonna be working from home so that you'll mm-hmm. feel that there's like a three day vacation or three day mm-hmm. rest day something like that. Maybe it's gonna be a compromise. But the trend, again, everyone is just figuring it out. Yeah. Everyone's just figuring it out. That's yeah. why. You know, shout out to Zoom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they're a really growing company, right? Yeah. Uh, I think they're next door. So, yeah, congratulations to them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I agree when you said that earlier that we are a generation of emotional people. <laughs> so, I True. guess that's where the, the, what do you call that? The natural tendency to look for social connections actually come in. So, that's why it's really important and people still want to go back to the office. So now that you have experienced that and you, you have actually went down in terms of grassroots with your team members, how they are feeling with working from home, working from the office or going back to the office, like how do you think should the leaders or the management side of the business adapt to these changes? Uh, now there's a playbook. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a playbook after like what, six months? Six months? We're in this game, right? Six yeah, months? More or less. And uh, yeah, more or less six months in the Philippines. So now there's a playbook. There's, there's like companies that you can copy what, what were their best practices that you can adapt. Mm-hmm. So 
take a bit of those things that can work for your company uh don't just be like a one copy all company like you know oh this is the strategy that this company is doing mm-hmm. so um, it's it works for them so maybe it's going to work for our company no don't do that you mm-hmm. have to look at a lot of companies compare notes and then just adapt whatever is applicable in your company because your company is maybe like what um 50 people and then you're adapting in a, in a strategy of a thousand employees mm-hmm. sometimes it just it, it, it's it just doesn't work my advice to you guys is as long as you prioritize your people especially this millennials which i'm part of the yeah. generation <laughs> um you know this is the most important thing as long as as long as they feel that they belong in mm-hmm. your company whatever work is that whatever work that you can you want to give them or whatever task that you give them they're just gonna say yes because they know that you know they're part of something big mm-hmm. and i think that's that's my focus in our company and it will help other companies as well yeah so i would have to say that your organization is actually really happy to have so we're hiring just kidding <laughs> <laughs> so we need more employees <laughs> you have it guys if you're listening to this podcast (laughs) no but it's really good to have people like you is also like part of the leadership uh committee of your your company of pb tech who actually imbibes the company's cultures and principles of openness and communications um which actually i think constitutes a lot to the success of pb tech Uh, and it's scaling Oh yeah, the, the the rate it has it has grown during the pandemic. Super. Um, yeah, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. how many employees did you guys? We have? grew like more than maybe sixty percent during 60%. during this um, pandemic, which is you know we were really we, we were really blessed yeah. uh, compared to other companies in the Philippines, compared yeah. to other companies in KMC as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were really blessed to you know double our numbers instead of you know cutting them. Yeah. So yeah, life is good and yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, we uh, in KMC would also keep on supporting what whatever kind of model that you guys would also have in mind as we cross over to the other side, hopefully next yeah. year. Yeah. So I guess that's one of the big things that we can help you with. So as as our management also um, always say, like flexibility is our biggest word. So if there's another form or model of working solutions that we can provide, just let us know. I'm pretty sure we can sit down and sure. plan a blueprint how sure. to <laughs> customize and support your team on that. Which I really like yeah. about KMC. Uh, you know, n- not not to be biased, by the way, but this is coming from uh, a business partner perspective or a business person perspective that, you know, um, they really have a good account managers. And then as long as you can be honest with them and mm-hmm. be straightforward with them, they will assist you and, you know, they will really make your life easier. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope it's going to be the same the next few years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. I would always be here. We just celebrated our 10 years in the industry. So we are working on the next decade and more. Nice. So, yeah, you can keep on counting on us for the rest of that. <laughs> so I hope all our listeners, both clients, <laughs> and potential clients, yeah, yeah, yeah. are taking advice from you, Bracken. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you again so much for um, being with us this afternoon. I'd also like to take this chance. Like, would you like to invite people to listen in and tune in? Like, where they ca- where can they find you? <laughs> well, I do have a little podcast, which is called The Young Leader Podcast. You can check us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, we do have a YouTube channel as well that is under the, the, the Young Leader Podcast. So mm-hmm. check them out, especially if you're struggling in your career, struggling in your leadership. They're like a lot of uh, good guests and, you know, who are best in the industry. So, yeah, check us out. 
Yeah, congratulations again on all yeah. the awards. <laughs> and it's not yet sinking in, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm still looking at, okay, is this really happening or whatever? Because yeah. it's, not, it's not yet sinking in. Yeah, well, congratulations. And I hope you keep on doing what you're doing and inspiring more. And it's been a pleasure. Thanks for letting us have you today. Thank you, KMC. And thank you, Hustle and Grind Podcast. Congratulations as well on your first guesting. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> you're, you are a pro in this. You're a natural. Hi, Marketing. Thank you so much for inviting me as well. <laughs> No, uh, definitely. You, you you will be an asset for the podcast, Alexa. It takes one to know one. Oh. So I'm not a male podcaster of the year for nothing, right? Yeah. <laughs> if I don't recognize talent. So congratulations. <laughs> Thank yeah. You. Thank you, guys. Thank See you ya. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Bye-bye.